Welcome. You're listening to Faith vs. Weight with Maria Bauer. Maria is a former U.S. Navy Health Information Systems Officer, current health and wellness coach, and author of the book, Faith vs. Weight, reminding you that you already have victory in Christ. As a National Academy of Sports Medicine certified personal trainer specializing in weight loss, fitness nutrition, behavioral change, and women's fitness, Maria is also a former Live Strong YMCA cancer survivor trainer. Now, here's your host, Maria Bauer. Hello and welcome. I am so excited to share this introduction of the following seven-week podcast series with you based on excerpts from my book, Faith vs. Weight. Inspired by the Word of God, Faith vs. Weight is a proven and practical health and wellness program that has helped many, just like you and me, achieve our weight loss victory. So let's get started. Before you begin any weight loss program, the following three tips are important to keep in mind. Tip number one, diet alone will not change your behavior. Everyone is excited about a new diet in the beginning. Then old behaviors and doubts start to surface by week two or three, or maybe even day two or three. For best results, listen to one podcast a week until you have completed the series. Each one focuses on a different recurring issue that you may be completely unaware of. These very issues may be the ones that have been holding you back for months or maybe even years. It's time to move on from weight loss Groundhog Day. Tip number two, put your oxygen mask on first. Hold off trying to fix everybody else, including your family. As a matter of fact, especially your family, unless they are excited to participate You may also want to limit talking about making healthy lifestyle changes to only the most supportive members. Many have struggled with changing their own behavior and have become a little cynical. Skip the negativity. The best way to help others reclaim their energy is by first reclaiming your own. Tip number three, there is no lasting quick fix. Although you may start seeing results quickly, there is a reason this is a seven-week program. Once you have finished listening to this introduction, you are ready to get started. However, try to only listen to one podcast per week and focus on what you have learned for that week. You may want to listen to the same podcast more than once in order to give yourself time to absorb it. It takes time to change lifelong habits, but it's worth it. Now, in order to determine if this or any other program will work for you, I have one question. Do you want to be healed? John 5, 6. This is the question Jesus asked an invalid in Jerusalem near a pool called Bethesda, where the sick, lame, blind, and paralyzed would lie day after day, year after year, hoping for a miracle. An angel would come and stir the water. If you wanted to be healed, you had to get in the pool immediately after the angel stirred the water, or you were out of luck. Jesus knew the man who was lying there had been suffering for 38 years. He had spent a lifetime within sitting distance of his miracle, but was not even able to get a toe in. Does this sound familiar? Although we have at our fingertips access to world-class preventative health, nutrition, fitness equipment, trainers, gyms, apps, and gadgets, we never quite seem to attain or maintain our miracle either which for the purpose of these podcasts is increased energy accompanied by lasting weight loss. So the question remains, do you want to be healed? Why wouldn't the invalid want to be healthy? Who wants to be an invalid? 
I was thinking about this verse after visiting the Museum of the Bible in Washington, D.C. Our flight was jam-packed with passengers traveling to Dallas-Fort Worth who happened to be enjoying a chocolate Danish or two. These passengers were just eating the way most people eat on vacation. Some were having a second glass of wine. It was 10 a.m. Unfortunately, as a health and wellness coach, I know that many will later tell themselves they have fat genes, which may be true, and that they are doomed to be overweight, which is not true when their pants feel tight. Although there were healthier options available, most of the passengers went for the chocolate Danish or two. Misdiagnosing our real problem, we decide to blame our weight problem on something or somebody else. If only we had the right metabolism, genes, schedule, husband, willpower, personal chef, celebrity trainer, or Bethesda angel, we would not have a weight problem. Just like the invalid who believed the answer to his problem was just beyond his grasp, we often believe our weight loss victory is just beyond our reach as well. Although we want to be healed, we make excuses. Satan's entire purpose is to steal, kill, and destroy, John 10.10. So he is quick to provide us with a never-ending list. With substance abuse issues, including food, the supposed power an inanimate object holds over you and me is just another one of his lies. Yet many of us substitute his lies for our truth, robbing God of his glory. The invalid told Jesus, I have no one to help me into the pool when the water is stirred. While I am trying to get in, someone else goes ahead of me. John 5, 7. Getting straight to the point, Jesus replied, get up, pick up your mat and walk. John 5, 8. It almost seems like Jesus was telling him to wake up. You are not getting any younger. This obviously is my interpretation of it. I'm sure at the time Jesus was more compassionate. But my point is, when the invalid told Jesus, someone else goes down ahead of me, not only was he blaming others, but it also sounds like he believed miracles were for everybody else but him. What about you? Why can't it be you? New clients always ask me, really, do you think I can actually lose the weight, get healthier, reach my goal, and get off my meds? They're basically asking, do you think I can be healed? They have struggled with weight issues their entire lives, or they have an injury or disease. Unless there is some particular medical issue preventing them from losing weight when they actually eat healthy and regularly do some form of exercise, then the answer is yes. The most important question to ask yourself is, do you want to be healed? Are you open to that possibility? Think back to a time when you really wanted to strive for a professional or personal goal. How easy was it to talk you out of it? Did you worry about whether or not you had enough willpower or discipline? Of course not. You just went for it. Repeatedly, my clients who had the worst odds stacked against them emerged with the biggest improvements because they wanted to be healed, even with their cancer, autoimmune disease, injury, depression, surgery, abuse, bankruptcy, diabetes, and fat genes, they lost weight. Whether these clients had started new careers, faced significant financial hardships, or gone through recent divorce, they lost weight. Neither did self-described sugar addicts, menopause, car accident, or multiple surgeries stop them from losing weight. Even with the busyness of raising special needs kids, traveling for work, or serving in executive level positions with frequent client dinners, they still lost weight. The point here is that there is no need to wait until your situation is ideal to start your weight loss journey. If you want to be healed, what exactly are you waiting for? The odds are stacked in your favor when you are inspired, not when you have a problem-free life. According to biblical experts, inspiration means God breathe. 
The Word of God, or the Bible, is God-breathed. Inspiration comes from Christ alone, regardless of your circumstances. Most of my clients were in good shape before they woke up a few years later, realizing their 10 extra pounds had turned into 20, 30, or a lot more. Many were in better shape than I was as a kid. What about you? Whatever stage you're in now, it is not permanent. Your current situation is a result of a series of choices. That's it. If you start changing your choices, you can start changing your results. The problem is we think we need to go overboard in order to get results. We are impatient. This is not the case. You don't need to go overboard. Many clients tell me all kinds of stories of deprivation, starvation, shots, fasts, boot camps, and extreme training sessions. I call these efforts misplaced motivation. This is a different kind of enslavement. Tremendous effort is put into things that are either not healthy or sustainable. It's great that a boot camp class allowed you to eat whatever you wanted in your 30s, but in your 40s and 50s, you may not be able to exercise the pounds away, not to mention you may wind up with an injury by overdoing it. As the old saying goes, you can't out-exercise a bad diet. As a matter of fact, I'm seeing the truth of this statement in a whole new generation of people literally killing themselves to try and lose weight. Why? Because in our country, if you have access to food, you are most likely sugar addicted and have some weight to lose. Although slaying the sugar dragon is a critical part of this plan, it does not necessarily mean you will never have sugar. However, it does mean that you need to get your blood sugar under control. The better control you have, the better chance of your losing weight. Many of my clients are either ashamed of or in denial about their being sugar addicted. Once the realization hits, they feel either relieved or depressed. There is nothing wrong with them or you. Unless you are buying real food in its original state, you can bet sugar has been added. And I rarely meet someone who has not had a problem with sugar, salt, or fatty meats. Since the human body was not designed for starvation, we consume products offering short-term relief regardless of their potential for long-term damage. To combat this, we have to fix our stomachs while we fix our heads. Each week, you will gain confidence as you are given specific guidelines to work your plan. We are dealing with physiological as well as psychological issues. It's easiest to deal with physiology. To get blood sugar to a more manageable state, we have to nourish our body with real food at the right times, so we do not fall victim to the wrong choices. Whether we are hungry with real hunger or false hunger triggered by sugar highs and lows, sugar is always waving the quick energy flag, and we are dealing with physiological urges that go beyond our willpower. The only successful way to satisfy these urges is to eat real balanced food at regular intervals before we are starving and desperate for the processed options. Because processed foods rarely satisfy, they lead to overeating. As one of my diabetics clients shared in a class, sugar craves sugar. And I might add, fake sugars crave sugar. For many people, carbs crave carbs, even the good ones, depending on how your body handles them. This does not mean you will never have sugar or quality carbs again, but timing and amounts are important on this plan. You have to eat a breakfast that balances your blood sugar before you are in front of the box of donuts in the office break room or teacher's lounge. A smoothie advertising that it balances blood sugar containing a paragraph of ingredients sets most people up for failure. Instead, if you are a smoothie fan, you can download Faith vs. Weight on Kindle for $3.99 to get some delicious smoothie options that you can make at home with three to four real ingredients that take only five minutes to prepare. 
Food is meant to satisfy hunger, not create it. People are either eating what they think is a healthy breakfast, making their hunger worse later in the day, or they are not eating breakfast at all because they binged on junk food the night before, repeating the same vicious cycle. Breakfast really is the most important meal of the day. There are two reasons people say they are always hungry. The first reason is most are not getting the right ratios of protein, fat, and carbohydrates, mostly in the form of vegetables and fruit, to satisfy real hunger at regular intervals. The second reason, amplifying the first problem, is most are on a sugar roller coaster, creating false hunger. To get off this ride, we must first prioritize the right food combinations, protein, fat, and carbohydrate ratios at the right times in order to decrease instead of increase cravings. You will learn simple ways to do this. You will also learn what action to take before the cookie, bagel, or donut is in front of you. Many assume that a lack of making healthy choices equals a lack of willpower or self-discipline. I disagree. I know many disciplined individuals who struggle with their weight. It is a lack of being in tune with your why or your inspiration. I like to call this your prize. The reason why you want to live a healthy lifestyle in the first place, then it is all about choosing the right diet and exercise plan to get you there. That's it. When the word diet is used with regard to faith versus weight, I am not talking deprivation, but rather increased vitality. If we regularly ate a diet of real food, balancing our portions with the small dessert after dinner while remaining moderately active, we would be just fine. Many cultures around the world do this, and they are not obese because they stick to their traditional diet. Instead, we are having dessert all day, every day, before even starting with breakfast. If you insist that you are not in this category, I challenge you to see if you reach the same conclusion after listening to these podcasts. Because of the media hype surrounding certain food products, you may be eating things you believe are healthier than real food, cheating both yourself and your family. I am not telling you this to make you feel guilty. My hope is to enlighten while awakening in you a different type of hunger. The Lord Jesus Christ came to give you fullness of life in all areas, including your health. It's time to reclaim it. Beloved, I pray that in all respects you may prosper and be in good health, just as your soul prospers. Third letter of John 1, 2. Instead of recognizing we are slaves to our appetites, we are afraid of missing out on the next best thing. Yet in our hedonistic, selfie, or I-dominated culture, we have no idea how to actually take care of ourselves. Instead, we pursue our next fix with an entitlement mentality, beating ourselves up in the process. We think we are treating ourselves, but in many cases, we are facilitating a slow death. Not only do we not know how to best love others, we don't even know how to love ourselves. In our race to put ourselves first, we have come in dead last. So how do we break free? How do we fix this invalid thinking? The Faith versus Weight program teaches you that you are as dependent on God when it comes to making healthier lifestyle choices as you are in making all other choices in your walk with Christ. So what does Jesus have to say about where we should put our effort? Jesus said to him, You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your mind. Matthew twenty-two thirty-seven. Could loving the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, and mind change your life? Could it set you free? Could it help you live a significantly healthier lifestyle? The answer is yes. Loving the Lord gets your mind off earthly things so you can attain eternal victory instead of suffering daily defeat. 
When we focus on earthly things, we are not free. But I say, walk by the Spirit, and you won't fulfill the lust of the flesh. Galatians 5.16 Without faith in God, it's easy to get caught up in the lust of the flesh. When you are lonely, discouraged, or stressed, you fill up on invalid things, like junk food. Instead, as this program helps you work on increasing your faith, or in other words, walk by the Spirit. You might join a church group to combat loneliness, read God's Word when discouraged, eat real food when you are hungry, and exercise when you are stressed. In other words, you might give yourself what you actually need instead of trying to use food to satisfy a problem it is incapable of solving. These podcasts are designed to help you learn how to step out in faith instead of drown in doubt. A faith that takes action is what will set you free. You shall love your neighbor as yourself, Matthew twenty-two thirty-nine, is the second part of the answer Jesus gave when he was asked what the most important commandment is. We are never going to love ourselves or others the way God intended unless we learn how to love God first. When you are told to love your neighbor as yourself, this assumes you love yourself. If you are a slave to your appetite, you are not loving yourself. When you put God first, you are able to love others the way God intended. Only then can you love the most difficult people in your life, including yourself. Many people literally knock themselves out trying to love their neighbor first, but are limited in their human frailty. In this case, you can take one of two paths. You can become a loner because loving others is too exhausting and messy, or you can go to the other extreme and forget to take care of yourself. Both paths lead to struggles with spiritual, emotional, and physical health, ultimately ending in defeat. Instead, the road to victory starts with loving God first with all your heart, soul, and might. This allows you to better love yourself and your neighbor. In order to be set free, you have to put more energy into seeking God and less energy into seeking everyone else's approval. But seek first God's kingdom and his righteousness. And all these things will be given to you as well. Matthew 6.33 The Faith versus Weight program teaches you to seek God first in order to help you reclaim the energy you need to break free. If finding time to put God first seems overwhelming, realize this is the exact reason you need to put God first. I am the vine, you are the branches. He who remains in me and I in him, the same bears much fruit. For apart from me, you can do nothing. John 15, 5. Reading or listening to the Bible first thing is like reading an owner's manual before pushing all of the buttons. If you do it first thing, it will be done before all of your buttons are pushed, giving you the right tools to better handle your day. It is the most effective time and weight management tool you can employ. More importantly, it will set you free. If, therefore, the sun makes you free, you will be free indeed. John 8, 36. Is there an app for that? Several Bible apps with audible versions allow you to listen on your phone while working out, driving, or doing chores. An audible version coupled with reading is what finally got me over the hump, allowing me to read the Bible from cover to cover in a one-year period. Just start setting your alarm a few minutes earlier and go from there. There are many things in life you are not in control of, but you are free to decide whether to put God first or not as well as what to put in your mouth. 
Inanimate objects have zero control over you, including food. God gave humanity dominion over all things on this earth. It is not the other way around. Even the perception of reward or penalty your brain associates with a certain food or substance are ultimately up to you. If you view unhealthy foods as a reward, you will want them. If you view them as something that sucks the life right out of you, it will be easier to walk away. Believe me, after seeing the suffering my clients have been through, it is easier for me to walk away from a cupcake. Maybe you want to view excess sugar unfavorably, but can't, at least not yet. In that case, ask God to show you the truth as you listen to these podcasts. Once you surrender to Jesus, you are released from all bondage. You just may not know it yet. It may not be easy, but I promise you it will be easier than what Satan wants you to believe. His lies and their consequences are intended to keep you enslaved and ultimately destroy you. Freedom is not easy, but it is better than the alternative. Freedom allows you to pursue victory in Christ, and you need energy to do that. This is not about deprivation. This is about energy to serve the kingdom as you attain and maintain your weight loss victory. I can't wait to hear how this podcast series changes your life. Join the Faith vs. Weight podcast group on Facebook, a place for Faith vs. Weight podcast listeners to share their journey. If you enjoy these podcasts, please subscribe, rate, and review on iTunes. They are based on excerpts from my book, Faith vs. Weight, available at Amazon, the Prestonwood Bookstore, and Barnes & Noble, Beltline Road, Dallas. Thank you for listening to Faith vs. Weight, reminding you that you already have victory in Christ. To keep up with Maria's class offerings, speaking engagements, or just to follow Maria on social, check out mariabauer.com. Consult your physician before starting any weight loss or exercise program.